The liberals are destroying California and conservative humor gone awry. Conservative humor gone awry is going to fascist California today. So stay tuned. We're going to take a few pictures of the desert and how their policies are actually messing it up. It's not beautiful when you go across that border. But stay tuned, guys. We'll show you exactly I'm Alexander Edward. And I'm Tony Boswell. And we are Minion Death Cult. The world is ending. All Hallows' Eve is responsible. It's a special time of the year when the veil between uh, the boomers and our earthly plane is at its most thin and threadbare. <laughs> and their evil portents can more easily penetrate to our earthly plane and uh we're documenting it what's up everybody uh we have a very special spooky halloween episode for the listeners out there uh no politics really just just spookiness just spooky and silly uh today for everybody um before we get into the episode though gotta have to go go plug that tour again all right we're touring with street fight radio it's coming up quick uh, West Coast tour, eleven nine in Seattle, eleven ten in Seattle again. Eleven nine is an undercover boss live commentary uh, with Street Fight, which should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Which is, if you're not familiar, the boss or a CEO of a company goes undercover in order to slum it with uh, his low-level employees in order to prove that oh, he's actually a good person and cares about them. Like, you know, after going undercover and seeing how much it sucks to like actually have to serve food or sweep floors or work on a factory line uh he's all gonna give them a raise Uh, just kidding he's gonna like throw them a pizza party or something (laughs) afterwards because he now he sees them as human oh my god they're people and they need to eat every once in a while uh pizza party for everybody that's gonna be gonna buy one employee a hyundai sonata a used 1998 (laughs) hyundai sonata so they can get to work on time. Yeah, and there'll be some sort of like, I don't know, season ticket, what do you call it, like wait list for the Hyundai. So you <laughs> yeah. you can put your name in and then like once every year you'll get to use the car to come to work. Uh, 1110, the Clock Out Lounge, 1111 in Portland, Oregon at Kickstand Comedy. Uh, November 13th in Oakland, California. November 15th in Los Angeles. I mean, not our hometown, but close enough. It wishes it was our hometown. Yeah, I wish we could but be yeah. like doing the Riverside Municipal Auditorium or something like Absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah. Or like the the Redlands Bowl. That would be <laughs> that would be cool. Um, but no, we'll be in L.A. at the Virgil. Uh, November 15th. We got some friends in Southern California. Why don't you come see us sometime? Hey, come on down and see us at that time. Uh, And then finally, on November 18th, we will be in San Diego at the historical Che Cafe. Uh, Super excited to perform at a legendary hardcore punk DIY venue that would have been shut down if not for like actual uh occupying protests that happened you remember yeah. when that happened yeah yeah totally that was awesome yeah they were trying to shut that shit down and people just occupied it for like two months and then uh they didn't do it 
and I'm, we're so glad just so that we could perform there. It's going to be cool uh, being able to head walk at Shea during our own show <laughs> and not <laughs> during someone else's show. So watch out for that. Yeah, I'm going to do the head walk thing where you just jump from the rafters, rafters feet first and land on like three people and then say, hey, did yeah. you see me head walk? And then be like, I saw you like almost kill a couple people. <laughs> be like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think, dude, you might go to jail after this, actually. That, that was all caught on tape. They're not doing well. That would probably be a good sh- like place to get arrested at the show you're performing, where there's like anti-cop posters everywhere, and yeah, just that would go over real nicely. Yeah, you've been making fun of cop rap for an hour. Um, yeah, so come out and see us on tour. You can uh, buy tickets at miniondeathcult.com. There's a link to the Street Fight page in order to buy tickets. You can see the poster there, miniondeathcult.com. Um, also, we have another spooky special surprise for listeners uh, tomorrow, I believe. There will be a special episode with the Antifada coming out on both of our feeds. So stay tuned for that. You can listen on this feed or on the Antifada feed. You know, But why not, why not give us the download, really? Yeah, yeah. You're already here. Just keep that podcast app open for 24 hours. Uh, and then you'll see that episode and you can just click play. It'll be much easier for everybody, I think. Yeah, great app. Um, it's going to be fun. And we shared some uh, some funny personal stories uh, that were that were pretty good. So worth, worth listening for that. You will find out th- uh, the origin of Tony and me being best friends. Yeah. You'll find yeah. out exactly how that happened. It was a physical yeah. it was a physical thing that happened that made it come true. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't just like that was when we started hanging out more, doing the podcast together, gradually became like more personally connected, you know, uh, sharing more intimacy with each other. No, there was like a single physical action <laughs> that one time that determined that we were now best friends. Yeah. And we've never, <laughs> we, we discovered that on that episode. We never really talked yeah. about that on the show because we didn't even realize that that was what did it. That was the magical, uh, what do you call it? That was the like, um, you know, ceremony that ushered in yeah, exactly, our friendship. Yeah. yeah, that was that was when the the tor- the torch was lit. Yeah, very fun. Very uh, very grateful to the Antifada, which is a wonderful podcast uh, for doing that thing with us um okay so we're still in the month of october so uh now's the time to sign up for patreon if you haven't already you sign up to uh patreon.com slash minion death cult p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash minion death cult and you get a bonus episode every week uh if you subscribe at the the five dollar level you get a bonus episode every week and a pack of stickers and we haven't really said this on the show. Oh, I guess we have. You get a, like a, a nice little piece of hand-drawn artwork from Tony Boswell himself. Somebody uh, somebody said, I didn't know we get notes in the stickers, and uh, I have nothing to do with that. Don't blame me. That was all, that was all Tony's idea. So uh, when it backfires and the note is like, I don't know, offensive to you or just you know you don't really like artwork or whatever uh that's that's tony's fault he didn't approve that with me before deciding to it's do true that. i didn't run it by him i decided you know what because you're you were going to try to stifle my creativity and i'm not going to have that um so <laughs> and also like most of the most of the the cards too i also like 
would rub on my foot so you have a bit of foot essence in there okay that's, that's free that's that's, really that's, that's absolutely free like we used to charge a lot more for that but now it's free that's, so I you're welcome i don't think that's like an enticement to the listener <laughs> oh you don't understand the power of foot essence like i mean i understand like you're talking about like foot fetish and everything but is like foot rubbings is that part of the foot fetish i, I would feel like um, that would be a different experience than like seeing I mean, you let me, or you, touching a foot you let me know uh after you release you know several blockbuster hits uh one of which was recently featuring star brad pitt and these um, are blockbuster hits of me, just you rubbing your foot on a picture of brad pitt people like me people like me have success through foot rubbings okay all right me just basically me and quentin tarantino we just we rub rub feet on things and it makes them more powerful you could do a, a literal foot rubbing where you just put like a piece of paper over your foot and then take a charcoal pencil yeah. and yeah. do a foot rubbing that way. People get the, they wouldn't, the physical rubbing, but also the visual rubbing. They wouldn't work on my soft, supple feet. Sorry. All right. Okay. Maybe that's a good sell. Now, now you're really selling it. Yeah, I got you. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So if you uh, subscribe this month, everybody subscribe to the Patreon by the end of October. Uh, we'll get a chance to win one of those dumbass coins featuring AOC, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, or Joe Biden. There will be four winners. We'll draw them randomly from everybody who supports us on Patreon at the three to five dollar level, uh, and they're worth exactly zero cents. <laughs> so don't try to spend it uh, it will not be it won't work yeah i really it might work in like a coin machine maybe we'll have to try that out yeah maybe you might get 25 cents out of it it's about the size of a quarter um they really missed an opportunity not to do like a sacagawea dollar with elizabeth warren yeah <laughs> kind of would have been the dollar. obvious thing to do um yeah. <clears throat> okay. So uh, thanks for everybody supporting the show, getting those uh, sweet bonus episodes every week. Uh, we're gonna try to. I, th I think we're gonna be releasing them while we're on tour too. We're we're recording back episodes that will be scheduled on tour, so you will not go without content, even if you don't live on the West Coast. All right. Uh, on to this episode. Okay. So this this is just a spook 'em up. This isn't like a normal. Uh, political in the weeds you know talking about theory ta talking about global geopolitical consequences of, of american foreign policy or even domestic policy no this is just a fun fun scary spooky episode for everybody yeah <clears throat> so for this fun spooky scary episode we are going into the the dark nether realms of the QAnon Follow the White Rabbit Facebook group. Our first post on this, this spooky journey is from Raquel Nakin, who says, Before I was wide awaken, I would have thought this was just cute Halloween decorations. Now, it just completely disgusts me and makes me sick to my stomach. And they've shared a video of an animatronic Halloween decoration that is a spooky witch dangling a toddler over a cauldron. <laughs> dangling her back and forth over the cauldron as if to say, you're going in this thing. 
I wish I could be there when like Raquel's taking her kids trick or treating and comes upon this house and just like, this makes me sick. God, I wish I had. People make me sick. I'm sick to my stomach. God, I wish I hadn't have put little Jenny's hair in pigtails today. <laughs> I know these people don't know what you're saying because they're lemmings, but I know, and I'm sick. I'm just sick about it. Um, and this is like this witch is like kind of a cool, scary witch. You know, it's not like a green Wizard of Oz witch. It's like a pale. Yeah hook-nosed villainous face uh dirty witch with like a bone necklace looks pretty cool yeah so something that you know would have been cute except for what raquel knows now she knows that this is a real thing that the elites are doing to children everywhere they're kidnapping them Mm -hmm. and dangling them over cauldrons before they uh harvest their brains for adrenochrome and there's just I don't know, so many people out there just, like, useful idiots to these people. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Doing, there you go. Doing the elite's propaganda for them by either knowingly or unknowingly uh, putting these these gross symbols and uh, actions just on display for everybody to see. Well, I mean, that's actually the smart thing to do is you have to put these on your lawn so that when they're passing through the streets when the sun is the moon is in the right place uh kidnapping the children they'll know that your house is protected because you're aware yeah well i mean they'll probably think like oh there's no kids there anymore because they already got cooked up into a because they're also eating the children yeah it's kind of like you put one of these in your front yard it's kind of like uh throwing a pair of shoes over the telephone wire yeah like this is like our turf here uh, Melissa McDide says, same, you know, cause before you were awake to like the horrors of what Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin are doing, uh, this was all just, you know, innocent fun, you know, dangling children over cauldrons, uh, c- cutting off kids faces. It was all just like silly fun. Uh, but now that you're awake, you can't help but see a more sinister message in uh, these sort of (laughs) apparitions and displays. And Melissa McDide says, same, I can't watch movies the same, look at decorations the same, or look at society the same. I always loved the movie Monsters, Inc. Now it makes my blood boil. (laughs) Which took me a second. I was like, why Monsters, Inc.? And then... Like you pointed out, yeah, the whole point of that show is stealing child energy. It's you're literally you're you're literally <laughs> scaring children in order to harvest an energy source from them while they <laughs> while they think they're sleeping safely in their beds. You go into their bedrooms late at night and you just spook the Jesus out of them, and uh, you can power power this corporeal form for another fifty years. Yeah, that's that's amazing, like especially because you know Monsters Inc is one of those so such beloved canon now to these people. Like I'm looking at Melissa's um, Melissa's profile picture, and like I would I bet a million dollars if she could, she'd have a, an annual a Disney annual pass for sure. Yeah, she looks like some sort of Ariel or Little Mermaid in her profile pic. So she has to be incredibly woke to go against Monsters Inc. What if, like, 
Okay, so the premise of Monsters, Inc. is scaring children, right? This is like how they get their source of, of power for the, the city, their entire society, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But if you watch... And I don't know if you're, I mean, if you're listening to this show, you're probably familiar with like the QAnon conspiracy theory, which is that uh, the elites are harvesting adrenochrome from the brains of children uh, in order to like live longer. Uh, and the way they do that is by frightening the children first so that they have heightened levels of adrenochrome in their brain when you harvest the pineal gland or whatever it is. It's kind of like that urban legend about how, uh, like, foreign countries will torture dogs before eating them because it makes the meat taste better. Oh, man, I've never heard that, and I feel like that's totally my lane. Yeah, you should, I mean, yeah, you feel free to use it in your vegan propaganda now. <laughs> feel free to use yeah. that racism to your benefit. Hey, before you eat that burger, did you know that they torture dogs in other places? And then that will totally work every time. I'll change the world. Yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of backfire because they'd be like, "Well, our cows are treated humanely; they're not tortured yeah. at all. They're just forced to live no. in a three by five pen." Yeah. So, but if you watch the whole thing, if you're not too spooked by Monsters Inc., a very scary, frightening movie, if you're able to like hang in there to the end, you'll see that they discover that making children laugh is actually an even more efficient, more powerful form of energy. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Th is, that leads me to wonder if Hillary Clinton, you know, or uh, George Soros ever finished that movie, are they just going to start doing stand-up comedy in front of these kidnapped children? If anything is recently has made me think that might be possible, it is Hillary Quinn's, uh, Clinton's Twitter feed. So maybe that is possible. That's what she's doing. She's pr she's prepping the nation's children yeah. on Twitter uh, to increase their levels of adrenochrome production by, uh, I don't know, threatening a second presidential run. Or a third. Yeah. A third, rather. And I mean, I think she can just get the giggles through like... Um through uh like alexa and siri so she's probably collecting all the energy yeah i mean twitter's listening to you facebook is listening to you laugh at hillary clinton and that's just what she wants you know why the fuck did twitter ask for permission to use my bluetooth the other day uh, is, it, is this a serious question yeah i don't know why they would need my bluetooth that was weird well so you can do like type to text on twitter or you can record video on twitter Oh, okay. And if you're like, you have a Bluetooth in there, that's one way to get audio into there. I, I don't recommend okay. it, but. No, I said no. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good thing to say to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh-uh. I just thought it was really bizarre. Uh, oh, she my God. <laughs> yeah? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I just realized something about her profile picture that's important. Okay. Uh, well, like she's like, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> what do you want to do? What do you want to do here, Tony? <laughs> she well, she's scared of like decorations, but she's wearing like Halloween makeup in her in her picture, and yeah. the Halloween makeup is a zipper going across her face, and it's being unzipped, and her skin under is green. Oh wow, that is what it is. She, yeah, she's literally going as a reptilian. See, <laughs> yeah, okay, so <laughs> this is interesting because this post is from a year ago. This post is from September of 2018. 
So Melissa's comment here, same, I can't watch movies the same, look at decorations the same, or look at society the same, because now she's awake to what's really going on. Well, this profile picture is her modern profile picture. It's her current profile picture. Yeah. They got to her. They did. They, she's given over her soul to the reptilians, and now she's one of them. This is amazing. This, yeah, it's incredible. Like, she's so she's very she's a very Halloween person. This is, I think, the first like face turn we've seen on this show. Somebody, I mean, except for Kanye, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but we're seeing this in like real time, almost. You know, this is somebody who used to be like. I don't know, a warrior for truth, uh, a warrior against darkness. And now we clearly see that that's not the case anymore. She's dressed up for Halloween as a fucking reptilian shedding her skin. That's amazing. Yeah, she's parading it around now, rubbing it in our faces. <clears throat> Other than Monsters, Inc., uh, Ernest Scared Stupid might have also <laughs> been a warning to us. Oh, true. Yeah, like, yeah, that was pretty out there. The elites are scaring your children so they can harvest adrenochrome from their brains, which then makes them stupid. <laughs> that, that that movie was one of like the best ones ever. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. I like all the I remember being, movies. I remember being like legitimately kind of a little bit scared of that movie. I like, mean, yeah, it's like his face is really weird. Yeah, those monsters are kind of kind of scary. Um, but yeah, that, that was. That was kind of early, though, you know? So that was not a lot of people were woke then, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Tara Butler says, I feel the exact same way. Music, movies, TV shows all make me sick. My granddaughter wanted a T-shirt with the words pizza party and a slice of pizza on it. I scared her when I snapped out. No! (laughs) Yeah, you did. I don't know what I would do if my if Penny was like, yeah, like I saw this shirt and I was like, can I get it, Grandma? And Grandma freaked the fuck out. I something about pizza. Uh, she said like, no more pepperonis in this house. Yeah, we don't. Like, say, she lost her mind. We don't say either p word in this house. No. It was it was really scary, Dad. I'm I was scared of Grandma. I was I was watching Family Matters, and uh, Urkel came on screen and said that he liked cheese a lot and my grandma threw her chancla at the tv breaking it instantly <laughs> that was a thing right like urkel liking cheese i figured out that the origin of cheese humor is from yeah. urkel himself remember oh, how, wow remember how funny it was that he liked cheese yeah yep forgot about cheese humor yeah i mean did did i do that was such a good slogan such a good you know uh catchphrase for him that we all kind of forgot about i like cheese yeah that was totally part of it that was a big part of it and it was so fucking funny that that just became a joke i yeah it asked for a generation of random random cheese panda humor yeah i i like cheese was like the uh i'm rick james bitch of the late 90s and early 2000s yep <laughs> it was like the the Lil john what of that era of that era it was just i just that was it i like cheese who else liked cheese didn't wasn't there a cartoon character that really liked cheese um 
I was thinking of the goof troop uh, scene where they has the leaning tower at Chiza. Yeah, that was also uh, formative for a lot of us. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that was definitely a I'm thing, though. I'm picturing, like, nuggets of cheese in a pile that some cartoon character is, like, going to town on. Is there, like, a Doug character that enjoyed cheese for some reason? Yeah, I feel like, like, Scooter probably liked cheese. Yeah, I can see that. Um, there was some character in some cartoon who liked cheese a lot, but it didn't even, like, look like cheese when they were eating it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Can't even wear a frickin' shirt with the phrase pizza party on it because grandma knows what that means. <laughs> yeah. It's not appropriate for children. We all know that pizza parties are not okay for kids. Grandma, uh, yeah, hi, I'm just calling you from my field trip to Washington, D.C. <laughs> what am I wearing? I'm wearing, uh, my Ninja Turtles backpack. Got a big <laughs> slice of pizza and the turtles on the back. Just dripping with cheese. Dripping with cheese. Um, and uh, we're all listening to Rockefeller Records, throwing our diamonds in the sky. Just having a great time, Grandma. Grandma? Getting getting some shrieking on the line. Yeah. Angelina Countess Bieber says, Wasn't the story about Hansel and Gretel basically our pedovore problem now? Sick times when twisted fairy tales are actually our reality. They're a <laughs> the, the, the thing from this comment that blew my mind just because we knew what it meant right when you read it. Apparently pedophore is a word and I'm assuming it means for people that eat baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Now anyone searching, uh, now thanks to iTunes, like scan for words or phrases used in the audio of a of a podcast uh you can search pedovore and find minion death cult yeah it's kind of a bummer yeah this is not a word like you want to type on the internet no um also i think it, it's like a fetish word i don't think like they're trying to warn about actual like pedovores but that just seems like a deviant art tag like, that's all that's going to come up if you search for that oh, online? Yeah, just don't ever do it. <laughs> um, yeah, sick times when twisted fairy tales are actually our reality. And I went to see The Lighthouse over the weekend, and there was a trailer for a sick and twisted Hansel and Gretel movie that's coming out. So that's going to be Dang. fun. That's going to be a fun time to watch that happen to this Facebook group. Gloria Toel says <clears throat> why i don't celebrate halloween haven't for years dot 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 people just don't understand like wicca they think it's a lighter side of witchcraft if it's equal same as halloween dressing them up like barbie dolls or whatever it's celebrating satanism <laughs> um so no matter what you're dressed as uh it's you're still celebrating satanism um, I would say don't dress up like a Barbie doll because you're celebrating the patriarchy. Yeah. So, I don't know. Difference in tactics, I guess, I suppose, Gloria. Kate Holland Stown replies, No, you are incorrect about this. There is a light side and a dark side to everything. Wiccans are about loving the Mother Earth and doing no harm. 
There are no blood sacrifices of any kind. I know this from much research and experience. Please do not share this kind of ignorance. Uh, and then Gloria replies, Then why are you sharing that kind of ignorance? That's a good one. Mother Earth, dot, 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 give me a break. Earth is not a mother, it's a planet. You fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, actually, NASA <laughs> scientists reclassified Earth as a mother uh, in 2015. A lot of people didn't hear about it. No. There, there are only seven planets in the solar system. We have s seven planets, uh, one mother, and one exoplanet. What is what is Pluto now? Dwarf planet. You what know, are they calling it? Yeah, dwarf something like that. Planet though. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Re I'm not gonna do it. Just planet. I. <laughs> I remember this awful. This is an awful uncle joke. And I apologize. But I remember I had an uncle saying that he didn't believe that Mother Earth was Mother Earth, and Earth but then he went to the Grand Canyon. Mm. And I didn't get that for a long time. But then apparently the joke there is that the Grand Canyon's like the Earth's vagina. So, um, yeah. And then the the mountains are the boobs? All the mountains are the boobs. The, the, the trees are the uh, armpit hair? And that's why we're cutting them all down. Yeah, exactly. The Red Sea is the period. <laughs> um, what else? What else can we do with this? Uh, pyramids. The pyramids. The more boobs. There's just more boobs. More boobs. They're just cooler boobs. There's like different mm -hmm. boobs. Mm -hmm. Got a wider range of boobs. It's also weird though when I figure out like that's like I don't know there's like other things you could have called the vagina that might have been better than like the Grand Canyon. Um, like what? Like the uh, the trench, the, uh, the the Marianas Trench. Yeah. You yeah. think your uncle knew about that? Oh, uh, that's I. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> probably not. We we literally did go to the Grand Canyon together, so that's probably why like that was the joke. Yeah. Um, but I was still, like, too young to get it. I don't know why he thought that was funny. He saw you spit over the edge of the railing, and he was like, you're nasty. <laughs> I was like, that's just, you tell me to spit all the time. It's okay. <laughs> Here's another post, very similar in QAnon Follow the White Rabbit, which says, anyone else feel different about Halloween now that you are awake? It's, like, just almost the same exact words. I never liked it before, but knowing what I know now makes it worse. And I still have a kid that wants to dress up as, quote, zombie cheerleader. Which is tight. Like, that's cool. I like, I like that they're going for zombie insert blank rather than, like, sexy insert blank. Sure. I mean, it's, it's cool to combine two costumes. Um, one year, I was a thrash metal doctor. Uh-huh. Um, and then one of my friends was the cat in the hat. And so I took his hat and I became thrash metal Dr. Seuss. Ooh. So uh, that was three costumes. So two costumes, pretty good. Uh, three costumes are, I mean, objectively better, I think. Yeah, I went to a party the other night and um, I started the party as a guy in a T.C. Tugger shirt. Mm -hmm. um, and then midway through the party, I turned into a drunk guy in the T.C. Tugger shirt. <laughs> so that's like, that's two things right there. That's pretty good. It's two totally different costumes. I guess the zombie cheerleader thing, it's it could be like particularly triggering to Shannon because like that's what a 
a child cheerleader would look like after its adrenochrome was extracted. <laughs> like a little zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a shell of a person. Yeah, she's like seeing a victim of the elites right before her eyes. And her daughter wants to be that. Her daughter wants, aspires to be that. Horrifying for any parent. And it's probably, you know, it's because of the, you know, the YouTube hidden messages in YouTube. Yeah, they're all Slime videos are just full of that. Charles Bobby Lynn McCall says... (laughs) That name. It's a good name. Yeah. I'm in a crafting group. They are posting pics of Halloween deco they are making. For the most part, I can just blow it off. But when they start posting deco of Hocus Pocus with signs that say, quote, I smell children, it creeps me out, and I do not see it as innocent anymore. <laughs> well, that's because it's not innocent anymore. It's not. Well, yeah, we know how <laughs> we know how evil Bette Midler is just in her personal life. Uh, the fact, <laughs> is that true? I mean, I think she's anti-Trump. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Did you think I meant like literal, literally evil? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, does she suck? I don't know that. Um, yeah. Anything else to say about this comment? No, I, I love it. I also just love the idea of that sign being made in the first place, but then someone really taking taking offense to it, like in the group, like. I don't think it's appropriate that we have signs that say I smell children. Yeah, you're not supposed uh, to be smelling We all smelling know what this children. is alluding to. Yeah. It's keep- and it's like, once you do that, you're the fucking weird one in the group, for sure. <laughs> keep that shit in the Joe Biden group, okay? I don't want to see anything yeah. about smelling children in here. But yeah, it's just... That, as long as it says smell and not sniff children. It's so funny how, like, rotten their brains are that they see this just, like, cartoonish, over-the-top depiction of evil... And they're like, my God, it was right in front of us the whole time. Yeah. Like, this is what the evil people in the world are doing. They're like, they're dressing up as witches and uh, putting the souls of virgins into cats and shit like that. I wonder how many of these people have a memory of the movie Witches. Yeah. But like, they remember it being more of a real thing. Like, they remember, I remember a scene from a documentary where they all took their skin <laughs> off and cackled. But it was like, no, that's just the movie. You, you just remember the movie Witches. I can't even listen to the song, uh, I Put a Spell on You, anymore. <laughs> because, because of its association with the movie Hocus Pocus. Also a fear that, you know, it might be played backwards on accident and then I'll be possessed. And that's not cool. That's why you always have to sing along to the song. So you make sure the spell's being put on somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So you can deflect it. Yeah. Um, Rob... Metzinger says, well, this may surprise you. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, died for my sins, rise on the third day, and I do trick-or-treating. Yes, we (laughs) exist. (laughs) We're out here. I I believe that one day I will be in heaven with many other (laughs) truck-or-treaters. But like, oh man, I just love that. You're you're a trick or treater too. You got up here. There's more than I, I I knew that we would get through this. I knew that the Lord would forgive and show us mercy. Yeah, I mean part of the I part of my express belief set says you know yes do not harm other people. There's only one God before you, uh, and you are allowed to trick or treat. Yeah, you're allowed to truck or treat. Well, I'm only allowed to trunk or treat. 
What's that? Um, and that that is uh, when the churches have a like basically like cars in the parking lot with the trunks open, and you just you just trunk or treat, and it's like safe because it's the church. Um, it's a real thing, and it's supposed to be less creepy. It's so dangerous going up to strangers' doors. That's why you should only approach a stranger's trunk. In a parking lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, you're still... I do trick or treating. I mean, who is the king of tricks? The prince of deceit. Certainly <laughs> not Jesus. No, no. The answer is actually Mary. Um, okay, which, which that's Mary? That's a trick question. Mary Magdalene. Uh, Ma- Mary quote, Mag- Virgin Mary. Oh, okay. The quote Virgin Mary. That's She's the one. one tr- oh, oh, you're talking about different. Okay, all right. Either way, you're talking about different tricks. All yeah. right. Could go either way. I okay. Think we both did it there. Yeah. Um, Debbie Hanneman Shea says, "Oh, so many things that like she can't enjoy anymore. <laughs> TV shows. This is a good list too. Owls. Sheep with <laughs> horns." A friend loves anything red and is always looking for red shoes. Haven't told him he shouldn't. Hard to enjoy what we thought was simply life. And uh, John Flecker says we were brainwashed since kids. It's true. I love can't jo- even enjoy owls anymore. I love joining a movement where you just can't enjoy literally anything that you used to enjoy. It's so fulfilling <laughs> for me personally. It's totally worth it. Yeah. <laughs> to join a fucking online club where all it does is tell you that every other thing in your life is bad. I, I felt the same way about owls though after I saw that gif of like the four or five owls like huddled up in a mass and the ones like like they're all making crazy faces and the ones like swallowing a mouse in the background. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I haven't seen that one. It's 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 nuts, but it's it's also horrifying. Like it's like, oh man, shit, owls are kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, they just swallow them whole, and then they puke up the bones, and then they make necklaces out of the bones. It's fucked uh, up. Owl pellets. Yeah, uh, these are the things she can't enjoy anymore: TV shows, owls, sheep with horns. It's like <laughs> like a yeah. ram. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can't you can't just enjoy rams like we used to. Can't enjoy a good a good Satan. Satan. Good, yeah, that's why they don't like him, right? Because it's that's Satan. Well, the Satan is is the goat with horns. Oh, with the so, Baphomet. I think you're. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's. I guess it's sheep with horns. What? Yeah. Why are you? Why are you bummed on sheep uh-huh. with horns? Yeah, that's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh man, like, <laughs> yeah, leave the poor sheep alone. But yeah, I They're mean, all fluffy yeah. and cute. Just have horns. Continue to enjoy sheep with horns. Debbie, they're fine. <laughs> it's okay. Stay away from the goats, though. Yeah, yeah. Do not live deliciously. Uh, also, goats are like little assholes, so. I mean, when they're little, they're not as assholeish. Baby goats? Baby goats are not assholes, you're right. Baby goats fucking rule, dude. I'll, yeah. enjo- I'll enjoy but a like, baby goat all day. Once the horns come out, that's when they become the devil, and that's when they become little shitheads. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, a f- I can't even enjoy a friend who loves anything red and is always looking for red shoes. Haven't told him he shouldn't. <laughs> what is that conversation? Well, Debbie, it's... I'm still thinking about getting some red shoes. <laughs> still looking for some. I haven't found the right red shoes I'm, yet, but I'm, I'm looking for some red shoes. I'm going to do it. I, I have no reason not to. And Debbie's just like biting her tongue. Like, do I tell him? <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, God, if I just had, if only I had a reason to stop this obsession with red shoes. Like if only they were associated with some evil nefarious plot, uh, that was, you know, built around sacrificing children, then, you know, maybe I could shed this obsession. He's actually like, pleading for help. He like really is having a hard time about the, he's losing sleep over the red shoes. Just give me any reason, Debbie, literally any reason. And Debbie's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't have the heart to tell him. It's like, Debbie, I'm begging you. Tell me about the please, pedophile cult. Tell me about Hard Please to, tell me about the pedivores. I need to know. Hard to enjoy what we thought was simply life. And John Flecker says, yeah, we were brainwashed since kids. So you were like brainwashed since kids to think that TV shows were entertaining, to think that owls were just an animal, and sheeps with horns were just an animal, red was just a color. No. We were fools. Now, now you've seen the light and you've, uh, removed the brainwashing and realized that oh no everything else is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've finally what? removed. I finally removed the programming. I've been deprogrammed from realizing that anything was good. And now I know it's all bad. Can someone do like a short list of what is okay, like what we can still enjoy as a, as a, as people that are awakened? Yeah, I think that it's just like a cue drop. You can have oh, yeah. you can have your one Q drop a week or whatever it is. That's the thing you get to enjoy. I wonder if like Soylent's big amongst the Q community. Um, it's it's big in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. Like they drink it? No, it's. I mean, come on. You think these people are touching a product called Soylent? <laughs> Oh, that's that's true. It's like maybe but named like after idea a of food it. made out of people, except it's been like portmanteaued to also include the word soy. That's very true. <laughs> it's like it's like maybe, kryptonite for these people. Maybe maybe Huel then. Maybe they're drinking Huel. Do you think they're drinking that new energy drink, Baby's Blood? <laughs> I wonder if they like that stuff. Oh man, baby bottle pops. Forget about it. <laughs> that song that like, haunts them. That's this. That's a, that's their haunted house. Just playing that song. They just scare these babies until they pop. <laughs> and put them in a bottle. Okay, so um, this is where we had a few detractors. So I'd say like three quarters of these comments were all like, "Yeah, Halloween is evil. It's bad." Um, either from a Christian perspective or from just a like conspiracy theory perspective. Um, but then a few people were like, no, it's fine. I love Halloween. Like, it's great. It's just, it's no problem. Pamela Ray says, nope. It's, mm -mm. it's till my favorite holiday besides the 4th of July. I won't let anyone take that away. I'm 54 and love it. And then Robert E. Hope says, I love Halloween. The movies, the atmosphere, it's always been my favorite. Um, and then there were like a couple people who were posting GIFs in reply to like other people who were just terrified of Halloween. They were posting like that, uh, who's that one guy who's like a sex pest um, from Jurassic Park? Oh, um... The guy, the, the the charismatic guy yeah, that everyone yeah, likes? Yeah, Gold Goldblum? Okay. 
Yeah? Yeah. They're posting that gif of like Jeff Goldblum as the spooky pumpkin man. Oh, yeah. Dancing around, like just to scare these people, which was pretty funny, you know? I like that. Yeah. Um, And it got me thinking like about the Q movement and just these different reactions to Halloween that like people and all people who believe in the Q movement that there's like some pedovoric conspiracy theory behind the scenes um some people just like totally uh averse just disgusted by the idea of halloween of ghouls and goblins and celebrating that stuff and believing it that it's real and then other people who like robert here says i love halloween the movies the atmosphere it's always been my favorite and it just kind of struck me how the Q movement would appeal to just both of these types of people. Yeah. Like the people who are genuinely terrified of real life demons and witches and goblins and shit like that. Or people. How it shouldn't be mocked. Yeah. Or people who just like enjoy scary movies. People who in- enjoy like going to Not Scary Farm. Or like. Yeah. One guy was like. No, I like Halloween. I'm going to chase my stepdaughter around the house with a bladeless chainsaw. <laughs> it's like that, <laughs> that guy rules. Yeah, like, and no, I, it's going to be tight. And yeah, and it's just like I can see why the Q movement would be so successful because it can appeal to both of those very different types of people. Yeah. Like those two types of people could probably not be any more different, at least in their tastes in like con- consumerist or uh, aesthetic tastes but they're both drawn to this movement and it like struck me that the the q movement is really just like true crime uh (laughs) but but more extensive it's true crime plus because with true crime you're just listening to like the macabre details maybe you're listening to like a little bit of the procedural stuff that goes along with investigating these cases but a lot of it is just like sort of a, a, a sick fascination with like the real evil in the world, you know, which I don't think a lot of Christians would that would appeal to a lot of Christians or a lot of like at least these, you know, uh, milk toast, uh, straight laced Christians. Um, but the Q movement does because it offers like a solution to that evil. It, it also like it also creates like a mandate to to like be aware of the evil, you know. Like, cause the thing about the the Q stuff is it's happening now. It's not like a true crime thing where they're recalling some murder from the eighties. It's happening now, and we we they, they make it like a duty to take care of it. Yeah, that's know? that's what I'm saying. It offers a solution. Yeah. It offers a way that you can like prevent it from happening or stop it from happening or something. Yeah, and that's I think why it's so successful. Yeah, absolutely. Randy Cruz here, almost confirming my theory, says, says this about Halloween. I find myself <laughs> looking for clues of evil. <laughs> well, I saw a man actually dressed up as the devil today. So if that is not a sign that the devil's on his way, I don't know what is. I mean, it's right there, right in front of you, plain as day. Like, not even trying to hide it. Just like you're, Man. you're like watching the kids go by, and you're like, okay, evil, evil, normal, evil. Yeah, that one's really evil. I just, I just am praying for the, uh, the poor, the poor kid who uh, decided to dress up as Hillary, 
and is gonna go asking for candy someplace, and some cute some some cute person's gonna be handing out the candy, <laughs> and it's just gonna be like I, I don't know how it's gonna go over. Well, they're uh, yeah. Sorry, we don't have any child candy. Yeah, they're gonna think it actually is Hillary, and she's taking over the body of an eight year old. Yeah. Uh, Sue Ellen Van Doon says, so somebody else was like, uh, what are these like child sacrifices you're talking about? Or like, how is this related? You know, how is Halloween related to this? Sue Ellen replies to them, do your research. These kids who report back, uh, so like witnesses to child sacrifices and stuff. These kids who report back are used in the rituals, and they are the ones who are made to sacrifice the other children. Time to face reality and deal with breaking your programming. And so what? <laughs> Aaron says, okay, send me some links. Educate me. And then Sue Ellen says, that's not how it works, my friend. I educated myself. Without the effort, you won't reap the reward. She was like, it is not my job to teach you. Yeah, I don't have enough spoons for this today. <laughs> yeah. I have no obligation to teach you, okay? You just need to learn yourself. That's not what I'm here for. I fucking loved it. I love this so much because, like, the Protestant work ethic in our society is so pervasive that it has even, like, invaded the child sex liberation, child sex cult liberation movement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like go do the work. You have to do the work. Yeah. Like I'm not going I'm not going to hold your hand through uh protecting children. No. Like if if I if I help you do this then what's the point? What's what's the point can in you, you saving children if I'm the one helping you do it? Can you imagine being like completely self-taught and also thinking you know it all? I mean, I think those go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, lo I love this, though. That's not how it works, my friend. I educated myself, and you won't reap the reward. Like, the reward is just the satisfaction you get from, like, doing the work and putting you putting your nails to the grindstone, using a little elbow grease in order to uh, liberate, and liberate children and conde condemn their abusers. Yeah, you won't appreciate the knowledge if I just hand it to you. You have to earn it. Yeah, you got to... Pull yourself up by by your own bootstraps here, okay? Not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not just handing out information about child sex cults. I will not provide... No, I will not provide you with the link. Yeah. Fuck. And it's... <clears throat> like, shouldn't... Edward Snowden be like a villain to these people? Because he just gave out all that information for free? Yeah. Like, yeah. like nobody else had to do the work. How are they going to like really appreciate the information that the government is conducting a warrantless uh, spy operation on the entire country? No, the information that I value most is information that I personally had to hack into the grid um, and, you know, encrypt, de-encrypt encrypted uh, files and uh, translate from a different link. You know, I did all the work myself. That's, um, that's good. Um, that's good, but I'd still like to point out that you're like you have help from like the internet and from the computer that you probably didn't build. You know, I mean, it's oh, I, you didn't build that. No, um, I modded the shit out of it though. The most valuable, no. the the most valuable information, the most rewarding information is just the information that you think up yourself. I did, I did build um, this keyboard though. This is a custom 
uh, mechanical keyboard that I built. So that makes my information a little more true. And that's why when I type my information out through that keyboard onto the internet, mm -hmm. it also processes more authenticity behind it. Yeah, so. Tight. Okay, so this is the last, this is the last comment. And it's like, I think a positive note uh, for us to go out on. Rachel Pell Collins says, it's all in how you choose to look at it. What is it like being a Christian? God picks mm -hmm. you from the patch, brings you in, and washes mm -hmm. all the dirt off you. You may have gotten from the other pumpkins. <laughs> then he cuts off the top and scoops out all the yucky stuff. He removes the seeds of doubt, hate, greed, etc. Then he carves you a new smiling face and puts his light inside of you to shine for all the world to see. Jack-o'-lantern emoji. And then you decompose much, much faster than you would have had you not been carved. Yeah. Um, this is... That's, that's so twisted. Yeah, it's a great metaphor for uh, being Christian. You have all your brains scooped out, which is like the yucky stuff. You know, that's the bad stuff. And then God just puts a single candle, a single neuron back inside your head. And you're perfect now. It, it, are they like, aren't they saying that God does exactly what they're claiming um, that Hillary Clinton does to kids? Oh, boy. Here we go. Right? Chops off the top and... And scoops out all the all the guts, all the brain matter and stuff. Yeah, but see the difference is is he's scooping out the bad stuff, whereas Hillary Clinton is scooping out that good stuff, that good good. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's taking, that's true. She's taking the good good and only leaving the bad stuff behind. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I mean, you might be scared of Halloween. You might think it's like, I don't know, too horrifying. Uh, too similar to realistic. De you know, real demonic cults out there that are actively harming people but instead you can just look at it like god is uh cutting the top of your head off uh scooping out your brains and carving a smile into your face tonight when i'm carving pumpkins with penny i'm going to tell her that this is exactly what god does when you accept yeah. him into your heart this yeah. is what god's gonna do to you yeah you pray you then say, we're gonna eat pumpkin seeds you say um Jesus Christ, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your light. Uh, I surrender to you. And then Jesus says, let's put a smile on that face. <laughs> no, no, that's the best part, too. Carves you a new smiling face. It's car oh, it's, it sounds brutal. Carving a face over your face. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a great... Great little tidbit to go out on, I think. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Happy Halloween. Hopefully it's uh, very safe and not spooky for everybody out there. You know, the world's spooky enough. We don't need any any sort of spookiness, extra spookiness injecting itself into our lives. And be safe out there. Uh, check your kids' uh, candy for um, hard drugs mm -hmm. um, because they don't like to share that shit. So yeah, you got to look yourself. Come see us on tour. Check MinionDeathCult.com for the dates and tickets. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash MinionDeathCult. Write to us at MinionDeathCult at gmail.com, social media, at uh, MinionDeathCult on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, join the Facebook group, Minion Death Commandos. Say what's up. Uh, we're having fun in there. 
And uh, thanks for listening, folks. Bye. Yeah, thanks a lot. See ya. I'm reading in this uh, Politico post in my feed about the Delta Force dog who was injured <laughs> in the Baghdadi raid. I was going to send that to you. I was going to send uh, something. I was going to send that Trump tweet about that to you. Um, and uh, Linda says, wow, wish I have him as my pet. And then uh, Laurel replies, she. <laughs> so, uh, Linda, wow, I wish I have she as my pet is what you meant. Um Margaret Guth says, uh, beautiful baby should be retired. He did his job. Uh, Julia D'Angelo says it's a female dog, by the way. <laughs> Kathleen says, what a good boy. <laughs> Julia says, except it's a girl. Real important stuff here. Um, yeah. Uh, Karen says, a true patriot, unlike the traitors in the White House. Blessings to this beautiful dog. Be safe. So, using the gender-neutral dog there. Well, it's good well played. Yeah, well played. It's the safe way to do it. It's just such a missed opportunity, you know, because, you know, it's rare that you get to say the word. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it it's is the, you get te- to say it's te- it. the technically correct word. Yeah, I mean, it's the right one. Yeah. It's the right word, word for goodest girl. Excuse me, that hero is not a boy. That hero is a bitch. <laughs> the the Trump, Trump tweeted like a um, picture of the dog has been declassified. <laughs> Name of the dog not declassified yet. We can hope, though. This is the dog that, that like, led the raid. Yeah, we can hope. And I mean, that dog is just, God, so much more of a patriot than our current president. <laughs> wish uh he was more like that dog yeah exactly more integrity like that dog sue says so that so trump acted like the dog was seriously wounded but it turns out that it was only a minor flesh wound you <laughs> <laughs> can't believe this guy and his bullshit what what did the dog have bone spurs too trump Still managed to take down Baghdadi, though. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> That's incredible. Trump and Anita says Trump would not know the difference. Notice how often he uses dog as an insult. Now he owes one of his greatest accomplishments to one. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> he shook. He's so shook. Trump just I'm like God. I've 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 used this word in, as a negative so many times, and now now I have to use it as a positive. This is just so frustrating to me. I'm so mad right now. I'm so mad. I was planning on um, making fun of the dog for not doing a good job, but yeah. now my whole world is rocked. I can't I can't call Rosie O'Donnell a dog anymore. I'll have to call her a pig. <laughs> oh no! Wait, that's for our boys in blue. What do I do? <laughs> And that's how we defeat Trump. Did you know Trump making, that uh, make, pigs are actually smarter than dogs? I'm going to make hats to say, make dogs good again. Make dogs boys again. Make, make dogs good this, boys again. I'm sick of this political correctness. Do- dogs are just Look, boys. Even, even good girl dogs are good boys, okay? Yeah, I agree with that. That might be the first, like, real-time content we've ever done yeah 
Uh, unlike Bill Maher, who does it every single week in season. Damn, we really got to step that up. Yeah. Um, well, he also he also makes the news, so. Yeah, I mean, I could do that too. Just say the N word. <laughs> like a lot, like, and just don't back down from it. Say the N word. Uh, offer Trump money. 